Well, well, well. Happy Labor Day week, everyone. Now, me and Andy weren't able to meet last week uh, because of Labor Day. But we decided to give you an episode anyway. This is a throwback episode, episode number three. Uh, we interviewed Ashley Hunt. So this is way back in the day. This is the this is the third episode, guys, This of this uh, behemoth podcast. Um, she talked about getting a mentor, communicating, asking questions, uh, just generally getting into into design as a junior. Uh, so go ahead, kick back, relax, put your headphones in, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. So um, how or where did you learn UX? Well, I did a boot camp at Denville. That was when I was first entered. I mean, I went into it kind of knowing what it was, but but not all the way. I But okay. that's where I was first. Okay, so you didn't really have any sort of background at all. You, you kind of had an idea of what it was, but no specific background as, as to like experience in UX at all. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. Cool. And so um, you've recently started your, your first job as a UX designer, right? How long have you been working now? Let's see, a little over two months. Two months. Yeah, so not awesome. that long. Well, that's cool. <laughs> How has it been so far? Oh, it's been a crazy ride. Um, I just feel like I learn a lot every day. There was There's so much more to learn. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I do every day. Okay. I come in and I learn new things. And, yeah, it's been great. Cool. So so why do you think that you got the job? Oh, I, I want to say luck a little bit. Really? Um, <laughs> so, but, but also I think... Um, like being personable, like networking is a big thing, like get, going out there, getting to know people um, and like being passionate about what you do is like is a big thing, especially at, at where I work at MX. Mm-hmm. We really look for people who are really passionate, passionate about, you know, whatever they're doing, whether it's UX or like developing or anything like that. Cool. So so you kind of think you had like a lot of like ins, like you knew a lot of people that were already in MX when you. Um, not really. Well, no, I didn't know anybody there. OK. Um. But I do feel like I gained a lot of like experience and a lot more knowledge by like networking and meeting other people. Oh. Like I met Patrick and Patrick helped me out. And there was a couple other people, at other companies that I would just go to lunch with and just talk about UX. And mm-hmm. I think that helped me, you know, in my interviews and, and things like that. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So so back when you're at Dev Mountain, right, you're, you're studying to become a UX designer. Yeah. Um, what sort of expectations did you have? Like, what did you think your day-to-day would be like? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think probably the biggest thing that I expected that, that didn't happen was that people would come to you with one problem at a time. Like, hey, we need to do this one thing. And you spend your time and you're like, let's research this. Let's do all of the steps. And you go through it all just seamlessly. And then Mm -hmm. you give it to development and they're like, okay, we'll make this. But I mean, I don't know how it is at other companies, but at MX, it's like people are always coming to you and they're always needing things and you're having to juggle, you know, what's more important. Um, So yeah, it's definitely busier than I thought it would be. Okay. A lot busier. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. So you, you figured it'd be a lot more simple, like really straightforward. You need to work on this one project, Ashley, and that's it. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to talk to you about anything else. Just well, and they give this. you the process, <laughs> like you do this process, your design process, and it's and it's it's so nice and and laid out, but it doesn't always turn out that way. Okay. So you know. And what are some of those like changes that you've seen in the in the process that like what actually didn't turn out the way you thought it would? 
Um, I think some of it is business needs. So, like, one project that I'm working on is um, for a certain company, and they have needs that need to be met, and sometimes we don't have time to, you know, take certain steps, and we have to kind of either adapt to it or maybe change things a little bit. And so that it's definitely... I think the design process changes with every project that you do. You don't always need every single step. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you kind of like add stuff in there or you have to go back. You're like, well, I have to go back to this one because I, I don't think I understood it fully. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah. So you have to make some compromises here and there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a lot of yeah. different aspects of the, the design process. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, in Dev Mountain, did they, they talk about that stuff? They, they taught you the design process, but... I guess yeah. you had the expectation while you were there that it's just going to be one, you know, one in in and out, right, of the design process. It's not going to be a lot of compromises or changes. You didn't have that expectation, right? Um, yeah, but I don't know if that was kind of like my own thinking. Okay. Because I, I do remember the, the instructors talking about that. Like, you're going to have to compromise. You're going to have to change things. But I think being told that and then experiencing uh-huh. that are two <laughs> different things. So... Yeah, and that's not something I really experienced a lot at Dev Mountain. Our projects were our own. We worked at our own pace. We did them how we wanted. And mm-hmm. and so, yeah, so we didn't really experience a lot of that. Yeah, you're yeah. kind of... Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I think I think at any... I think at any... Like any school... Like not to, not to just pigeonhole Dev Mountain. Sure. But like at any school, like when I was going to school, it was the same way. Like you, you just don't have multi... You don't have that multi project thing going on yeah it's really just like do this one tiny thing and you don't have other you're not even working with anybody else yeah you're not working with developers or anybody you're just you're going through the design process as a designer right yeah so yeah you don't experience the handoff and everything like that that Mm -hmm. everything like that entails and you know them coming back to you with questions or or you know needing changes that doesn't that doesn't happen in school so yeah or the opinions of everybody else on your team yeah. Yeah. Like everybody's got a design opinion. Yeah. And how to weigh those different opinions like leadership versus the people on your team. And yeah. So there's definitely none of that as part of an aspect of, of the education. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so when, when you first started, you, you know, you get there and you start like a few weeks in. Did, did you find out that there was something that maybe you weren't prepared for, like something um, that was missing in terms of what you knew about UX and what you had to really um, step up to actually complete the the position, the job, right? Yeah. Um, and I still think there's a lot of things that I'm finding out. I'm, I mean, you can go to school for three months and learn a lot, mm-hmm. but you're never going to learn everything you need to know for a job. Mm-hmm. And so like even the project I'm working on right now, I'm working on onboarding, which we covered, but I mean, onboarding is such a huge topic that I've had to do tons of research and talk to a lot of people. Um, and now you know, they want to do animations for the onboarding and I've never done an animation before in my life. So now I'm learning <laughs> After Effects, which if anybody has ever used that is really hard. to learn. <laughs> I have someone helping me, but, you know, and it's taking me longer than than it should. And that's frustrating for a new person who really wants to prove themselves. You know, you really want to go in and like really kill it and then to spend longer than you should on a project. It's kind of frustrating, but Sometimes you just have to learn things on the job. Yeah. 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 I think I've learned a lot. Like the majority of the things that I've learned in my career is like on the job. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of like designing things that I've had to learn just 
right there. So I, I definitely can relate to that for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so if you could go back um, throughout when you were learning UX, like what would you change or modify to better prepare yourself for this position? Like maybe, so you're saying like one of the aspects is you didn't quite have that knowledge of how to do animation. Yeah. Like you would, would you go back and maybe kind of play with After Effects a little bit more <laughs> if, if you were to go back in time or? I think that's something hard because in a, in a boot camp school, they really have to narrow it down to what can we do in three months. And mm -hmm. After Effects is not, it's not something you can teach in a day. Yeah. Um, it's also not something that's necessarily required. That's true. From a designer, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's true. But there is a lot that I find myself because my mentor at um, MX, he's really awesome and he has a pretty good design background. And I don't have a lot of experience when it comes to design. So there's a lot of things he'll, you know, he'll tell me like, oh, typography wise, like you don't want to do this. You want to do this. And and we did a typography class in Dev Mountain and mm -hmm. It's probably like half a day that we spent on it, but there's so much more um, to know. So I think probably one of the best things is like having a good mentor at the place that you like decide to work is probably one of the biggest things because without the person, my mentor that helps me at MX, like I would be, I would be completely lost um, in my job, I think. Yeah. yeah. And what would you recommend to people who maybe don't have a mentor, maybe they're a sole UX designer and just starting their new job, what would you recommend that they do to actually learn the skills that they need? Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, definitely, like, be involved in product type, I would say, because okay. people in the community are so willing to help. Like, Patrick, when I was looking for a job, was willing to help me out, and there's, like, some people at NAV and places like that that would have lunch with me and talk with me and, and help me, like, develop my skills, and so I think... Like if you can reach out to those people, then then do it and spend the extra time after work um, talking to those people and maybe talking to them about the problems that you're having, because you're going to have a lot of problems when you first start. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, right? That's just a few. <laughs> In the first few months here um, that you've been working, like, have you seen like a, a big increase in your skills? Like your skills have improved rapidly or kind of slowly or... Um, so I think probably the biggest skill that I've improved on like more rapidly is like asking the right questions. So I think that's something that's like, you have to learn by experience. You don't go to a school and they're like, Hey, these are the exact questions you need to ask about a problem. And when I first started, you know, I'd go to my PM and he'd be like, Hey, this is what we want to do. And I'd ask you know, what I thought were good questions. And then I talked to my mentor about it and he'd be like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? I'm like, I didn't ask him any of that. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest things that I've been like trying to be better at. Um, as far as my other skills, I mean, I'm, I, I feel like I'm the same in sketch and everything like that. Like as far as tools go, I feel about the same amount of confidence, but um, as far as like navigating like a company and like talking to people and, and talking to a development team, I definitely feel a lot better now than like when I first started, someone would message me and I would be like terrified. Like, <laughs> developer would message me and I'd be like, I don't know what, I don't know what to tell them. And I'd, I'd sit and I'd stare at it for a while and be like, okay, I have to type something back. But, but now they message me and I feel like pretty confident that I can answer their questions. So I think that's one of the biggest things. So is that a skill in and of itself? Like just knowing what questions to ask? Yeah, I think it like, is. Like, is that something that you've developed? 
Yeah. And I, well, I was talking to someone about this the other night because um, we were talking about, you know, what don't you learn in school um, that you wish you would have? It's kind of, kind of similar. And um, I kind of like related because I used to work in dispatch. And like when I first started there, people would call in and I wouldn't know what questions to ask. And it took me a good six months before I could stop like calling people. I would always have to call people back because the officer would be like, what did you ask him this? And I'd be like, no. <laughs> um, and it's kind of been the same way here. You know, I, I feel like I feel pretty confident. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. And then I go to my mentor because we, we meet up all the time. And I, I talk to him about what I'm doing. And he's like, what did you ask him? You know, what did you ask him about this? Or what's the context? And and I, I, I had a hard time, like, knowing what to ask. And so I definitely think it's a skill. Like, knowing how to attack a problem is is probably one of the biggest things like at least that MX that like we do in UX is is kind of figured out. Do you um do you mentor at Dev Mountain? No, I don't. Did, did you mentor at Dev Mountain? Mm-hmm. Oh, I no, did. I didn't do it. Yeah. If you were to mentor at Dev Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're dealing with people that are that don't have the you know not not in your same position. Like, what's the one skill that you would tell them now that's the most valuable thing that they need to learn? Um, I hate to be a broken record, but I would say asking the right question. Like, I think that's a huge thing. Um, and I would also say like learning how to talk to, to developers and, and working back and forth with them, because I know when I was at Dev Mountain, we, we could pair up with the developers there. Mm -hmm. Um, I never did. And it's something that I wish I would have done because like now I'm like, well, how do I get this to the developers and what kind of questions are they going to ask? Um, I'm doing the animation right now. And before I even started, I was like, I don't even know how the developers implement this. So I had to go and ask because I had no idea. Um, so that's definitely something I would suggest people to do is, is try, if you can try and work with developers and whoever else you can, like collaborate with people. Don't just work by yourself. Don't just isolate yourself. Yeah. Which is what designers want to do. (laughs) We want to work alone in our basements. Mm -hmm. It's totally against our nature, right? You want to turn your lights out? Yeah. Uh, have a really bright big screen. Wear your front shirt with the bright colors on it, mm-hmm. and then um, put your Christmas lights up. Yeah, my <laughs> my outside lights. Yes, not my Christmas <laughs> lights. lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we love as designers to do that, and it's definitely like as you said, against our nature to actually talk to people. But I think the best sort of designers are the ones that are really good at talking to people that have those soft skills. Mm-hmm. So um, not only learning how to do that with the users, right, but also the people you work with, the developers, other designers, um, with mentors, so you can actually learn the right skills, right, yep. and communicating what you need to learn with them. I, that's probably important, I imagine. In, in our last podcast that we just did, yeah. uh, we interviewed Andy Page. Oh. Together we interviewed, he interviewed himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But he brought up empathy and learning how to be empathetic, yeah. I guess is what you would say. Yep. Empathetic? Yeah. Or just pathetic? Um, I'm already pathetic, so <laughs> just the empathetic part. Naturally, we're all to, naturally yeah, pathetic. I have to learn how to be empathetic, but yeah. Um, but learning how to be, to, to, to develop empathy for your users. Yeah. Um, is that something you've been working on? Uh, and how have you been trying to understand or build that empathy with your users that you're currently working with? Yeah, it's definitely something that I um, that I work on. 
And probably the biggest thing I do right now is I do the user testing um, for MX right now. And so it's really interesting to like watch a user use something and become frustrated. And it's not something that you thought, you know, you're like, well, yeah. why is that even a problem? And you see it and, and it makes you realize. Um, also, I use the product that we make. So that makes a huge difference, you know, and my husband uses it. So he'll come to me and be like, why doesn't, why, why is it like this? And I'll be like, I'll tell him. And he's like, well, that's dumb. Um, so like, or, you know, just talking to family and stuff who use like our product. Um, I think that's a big way to empathize too, because I don't know, it, it helps you to, to know what users are thinking. But yeah, that's probably the biggest way is probably user testing. I love doing those. Kind of seeing great. the product through their eyes. And yeah. Your eyes. Yeah. It's really fun. That's awesome. So, um, I don't have any other questions. Do you have any other questions? Uh, I don't think I have any other questions. Okay. Do you do you have anything else that you want to tell the rest of the world? This is your yeah. chance. The, there's, I think there's, I think we have six followers on SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All six. I think two of them are us. <laughs> and three yeah, of them are maybe I'll do it, accounts. and then we can have seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, contrary to Patrick's opinion, Star Wars was great. So I'd I didn't like to say throw that bad. out there. I didn't say it was bad. You said it was not great, essentially. Yeah, I didn't say it was bad. Yeah, she's saying it's great. It's she great. disagrees with you. And you guys are trying to go with the controversial podcast here, aren't you? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's how we get the we'll clicks, man. We'll have a whole man. other podcast about Star <laughs> Dedicated Wars. Dedicated to Star Wars. It's going to be like three hours long, too. Uh-huh. Uh, a weekly podcast. About as long as that horrible movie was. <laughs> oh, now it's horrible? Oh, now it's bad. It I didn't from, say it was bad. You just said it was horrible. I know. I didn't say it was bad. It's not great and it's horrible, but it's not bad. I think horrible is worse than bad. <laughs> um, no, in all seriousness, seriousness though, um, I would probably, like one thing for people coming out of a boot camp school who are looking for a job, like, and it's one thing that a lot of people told me when I was interviewing and I couldn't, it took me almost four months to find a job out of my boot camp. <clears throat> and like, you know, a lot of times you just want to give up. You're like, nobody wants to hire me, you know? And at first, like I was just getting rejection letter after rejection letter and it was frustrating. And I talked to a lot of people who were like, just like, whatever you do, don't give up, like keep, keep pushing. And, and so that's probably the advice I would give people coming out of bootcamp school is, you know, keep, keep working on projects and keep, you know, keep up your skills and just keep applying and, and you'll find something eventually. Yeah. No, I think that's good advice for anybody yeah. in any I profession. Your dreams. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. You want to know the best way to support the podcast? And I know you do because you made it to the end of this episode. That is share it. Share it with a coworker, share it with a family member, share it with a friend, share it with whoever you want to, share it with a construction worker, share it with somebody, it doesn't matter. Just share it. Um, a couple more ways to support the podcast, though. Go buy a t-shirt over at designmuch.threadless.com and then wear it with pride. And then lastly, to support the podcast, we need your topics. Use hashtag designmuchtopics on social media or shoot us an email at topics at designmuch.org or just go to designmuch.org contact and fill out the form. 